1: Download the free Angie mobile app today, or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
2: Hey everyone, and welcome to the Nerdist Podcast.
0: Well, my voice got a lot higher. Hey, other voice, what Nerdist Podcast number is this, then? Why are you
2: talking to yourself right now? I'm so
0: clever.
1: This is so weird. Why are you talking to yourself?
0: Oh, this is both. I'm Tubian podcasting. (laughs) What number is it? I
3: don't know. What number.
0: It's four eighty nine. Forty nine! Wow. Good read. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> we uh, we had an amazing at midnight show last night, which is that uh, Will, Will Ferrell, Farrell. aka Chad Softwick, uh, came on to promote our spinoff show at midday. Uh, so you can see clips of that on. Comedy Central YouTube site, or Nerdist.com, or on Hulu, and uh, and you can a- and you can actually follow Chad Softwick at Softwick uh, on the Twitter. Did I say that Will's character was Chad Softwick? Anyway, that was his character, and uh, it was amazing. He had the hair drapes and a fantastic sweater, and uh, the show was really fun. It was Rob Hubel and Michaela Watkins and uh, Doug Benson. So at midnight, and then we're on Monday through Thursday after Colbert. Watch other at midnight shows. Um, next week, do you know who's on next week, club? No, who's on next week? Um, uh, next week on one of the shows is Jonah Ray, Matt Myra, and Will Wheaton on one panel. Oh, wow,
1: Are you serious? Yeah. That's going to be really fun. I
0: know it is. Oh. See, that's the kind of sincere read I, I was hoping question. for the first time. I
1: have a question about Chad You may not have South an answer.
0: Yeah, what is your question?
1: Well, all right, cranky pants. <laughs>
0: hands are not cracking
1: so
2: is Chad Softwick what you would have become had you not stopped drinking
0: <laughs> I was Ch- no I was Peter Hardwick aka Chad Softwick
2: Parallel <laughs> universe <laughs> you
0: <laughs> I really was in Terminator 3 I was very Softwick <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would like to thank Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of the Nerdist Podcast this this is an all in one platform that's going to make it fast and easy to create your own professional website portfolio online store. So, please, please, if this is something that interests you, if you want to create an online presence in such a way that is beyond microblogging status updates, then use Squarespace. Use the offer code NERDIS3. You're going to get 10% off after a free trial. I mean, it's... It is an incredible platform with fantastic customer support. So at any level of coding that you are, uh, you're going to be able to build a website on Squarespace. And there's no credit card to sign up. You can start building your website immediately. Then when you actually do decide to use Squarespace, again, use the offer code NERDUS3. You're going to get 10% off. And you're also going to support this, uh, this Nerdist Podcast. It just starts at $8 a month. Plans are $8 a month to begin with. Um, they go up from there. This includes a free domain uh, if you sign up for a year. And then every design automatically includes a unique mobile experience that matches the overall style of your website because a lot of times there's a disparity between desktop and mobile and, you know, even we on uh, Nerdist had a really kind of a crappy mobile version of the site for a long time and then we're, we're fixing that now. Uh, Squarespace makes that completely easy. So again, go to squarespace.com And use the offer code NERDIS3, 10% off, after a free trial. This episode of the podcast is a a three-peat of Neil deGrasse Tyson, your tattoo buddy, Chloe.
2: He's my, he tattooed, well, he didn't
3: tattoo me. That would have been really hardcore if he just straight up tattooed me.
0: No, he did not tattoo you, but. He moonlights as a. He set set the table. Moonlight! Astrophysicist! Technically, that's sunlight, Chloe. mm It's just reflecting off the moon. So apparently. Basically, it's an astrophysicist. He's sunlighting. Please, God. Neil's back on because the television event, Cosmos, is coming to Fox March 9th, Sunday night, and then Monday it airs again on the National Geographic Channel. Monday night. So uh, you can follow Neil Tyson on Twitter and you should listen to Neil deGrasse Tyson because he's one of the smartest people. And he's going and to save
1: do. us all when an asteroid's going
0: to hit the Earth. What's he going to do, fly up? You know, no. Neil would actually fly up. Neil is like science's version of, uh, would, of Chuck Norris.
2: Can you imagine if that was a movie?
0: Neil flew up on a pterosaur and punched the asteroid and <laughs> saved the Earth.
2: I would watch that movie so many times.
0: I would too. All right, let's go make that movie. Okay. Right now, it's the Nerds Podcast number 49 with Neil deGrasse Tyson. I love him so much.
2: Now entering nerdist.com dot
3: com. that the main, the main We put you at the foot of the chair. Yeah, no, right, this is man? my favorite. Nice to see you. Oh. Oh.
4: Oh. So we um, pretty much covered it. In, in the 1960s they
3: would shave the hippie head and put you in the Marines.
4: <laughs> I got drafted. Yeah, yeah, I nice drafted, little yeah. jar. You he got head yeah. gone.
0: He
1: did like cry when they were doing it to him, just like one of
0: those movies. <laughs> it took so many months to but grow hey those. Ma'am. Hey man. Hey, ma'am. Yeah. No, I don't know what happened. I just decided to go for a more military cut lately. That is. That's. Did you really like that? Was the thing you decided? I want. I didn't say I want a military cut. I just said I just high and tight. I'll tell you you know what i'll I'll tell you exactly where Please. it came from. I saw a picture of David Beckham, yeah and his hair it was just like super shaved on the sides and I'm like I like that, no, yeah, yeah. but
3: you need his body, I think, if you're going to pull that one off.
0: Oh man, yeah, yeah but out the gate slam. Sunk. <laughs> <laughs> you got
4: Tyson. <laughs> <Did it. laughs>
0: well, the guy who cuts my hair can't uh, make that happen. He can't actually chisel my body as well. So yeah. the best
4: I can do is uh, have all kinds of surgeries now. Chris,
0: ear to the top of the head, Beckham. Yeah. There was uh, a
4: story this morning in the uh, at midnight. Are we on morning pack? Right yeah, we're is on it. right now. We're, we're on. on Here's right up
0: now. David Beckham, uh, chin down. Victoria Beckham. <laughs> yeah, so that's
2: how I
4: like to do. It. But there was an article this morning about uh, in New York. Uh, there's a lot of uh, clients in Williamsburg who are going to this uh, cosmetic surgeon to have a uh, beard filled in. That like make... to have hair filled in on there. I face. guess
0: I don't know. I guess that's all right if you want a beard well, because the hipster beard craze apparently is. Did you
3: ever have like a big thick beard? No. No, I've only <laughs> ever had this mustache and my upper lip has never been shaved in my entire life. No why is that? Cause it came out because oh, wow. it just it's just what it is. I mean, I <laughs> plus I it's it's I <laughs> I get criticized for it being a 70s porn stash.
1: Right? <laughs> it does and go out a, little, a little It's a little
3: thick yeah. on the edges there. And if you look at any 70s porn movies, the guy's got thick mustaches. Yeah. And, so, so, and I came of age in the 70s. I got, sure. so I'm that old. Yeah. So maybe it's just left over from then. But, I don't, I, but I, I'm okay with that. I don't have issues. You
0: know? <laughs> yeah. That's good. You know what? I think it's good because it's very hard to pull off a really excellent mustache. It's hard to do that. Mm. I, I can't, I can't do it. You, you've you had a mustache before. I have a
1: mustache sometimes, uh, but I have the what I call the weird out gap where it just doesn't connect in the middle. It's just, it just doesn't have the uh, That's hair
0: right here. Yeah, yeah. You've got a good beard, Matt Myra. Right? Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I yeah, my beard's not good.
4: Otherwise, it would just. This well, we can see that it's sculpted. It would go to here. Yeah. And then I would, would come up and
3: meet your meet your eyebrows. Yes, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, you would be a I Would be a circus boy in yeah, Mexico. A circus
0: monkey. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
4: See the wolf boy. Yeah. It's, it's not- Mad Mira.
0: Now, is it really that much of a jump between cosmology and cosmetology? Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. Good. I was just making sure. That's what that's what I thought. We all thought. Just to clarify. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you for coming. This is your. This is a threepeat. This is the third. Third. This is, it, pe- is it my third time. This is the third instance of uh, NDT on it's, the uh, uh, Third sighting. Yeah. Third hearing. It was. So we came to New
3: York the first time. You did, and we did uh, a onesie backs and forthes. We did yes. a little star
4: day talk. Of my life yes. that day. We did yes. two podcasts. Yeah, so we did
3: yeah, and, and and I had you on we just flipped the microphones around and you yep. became my guest on Star Talk Radio. Yeah.
0: It was a fun way it was a fun to do, it, it was a fun mm-hmm. way to do it. Mm-hmm. Check the archives, the episode's about time. Um, and then we did and then after we were shooting the video version of Star Talk.
3: But didn't I also describe a hypercube on that episode?
0: You I think yeah, I did, did I believe describe you
4: did I believe you did describe Ooh. a hypercube
0: yes.
3: You don't get that's That doesn't happen every day.
0: Has anything been ha, have 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 you had any new revelation since the first time that you were on this podcast? What has what has happened in your world scientifically since your first appearance? In the well this podcast? well
3: this that's those are two separate things. What has kept me awake at night and what has happened scientifically, they mm-hmm. can be the same thing, mm-hmm. but let me share first with you what keeps me awake at night. Okay. Wondering whether human species is just too stupid to figure out the universe. <laughs> at this point. At the, I just wonder. I just, I'd lose sleep over that because we define ourselves as intelligent because mm-hmm. we made up the test to That's say right. that, and we, <laughs> we, we, we sit alone at the top of the intelligence chart because we invented the exam, all right? And all the other species of life on Earth are not So who is to say that the first species, us, to be intelligent, us, has just enough intelligence to actually decode everything that's decodable in the cosmos? Probably not. Exactly. And think of the next closest thing to us, the Bonobo chimp, 98.5% identical DNA, yet you cannot teach them trigonometry. They have no concept of it. I think they just don't want to learn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
4: because they're like, when am I going to use this? When am I going to It's yeah, not yeah. that you can't, yeah. chimps. It's that you, you don't want to learn. Exactly.
3: Yeah. So here we are. But that... no, Bo, you didn't. <laughs>
4: what, guys? What? Yeah. What's the problem? Chris, what? Chris Keith, oh Chris, Keith, Chris, Shiny. Just... Shiny.
3: <laughs> so if that's only one and a half percent difference in our DNA. And so imagine one and a half percent beyond us, rather than below us. Sure. In intelligence, beyond us. They'd be talking – toddlers would talk about things that would completely confound us. Potentially telepathically. Possibly. That's how we always think about how intelligent species would communicate. But that could be just so trivial for them. They don't even bother.
0: No, I don't want to – maybe maybe this goes into – broke my brain. Maybe maybe this goes into Kurzweil territory. But I always had this idea when I was growing up that the next major stage of evolution was essentially going to be manufactured by us and not something that was naturally selected. That we would actually create the intelligence in our own – Yes.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, why not? Yeah, once you, it's just a matter of the size of your tools. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was no, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. oh. that, porn stash? <laughs> <laughs> is that
4: my new moniker, porn stash? <laughs> yeah.
3: Porn
1: stash,
4: hey, come over here. Hey, it's Doctor Pornstash. <laughs> <laughs> <to you. laughs>
3: the universe
1: isn't the only thing that's ever expanding.
3: I mean, come on. <laughs> no, no, think about that this. Think about hard. this. We're in a room where I see bricks that. Uh, that have created a wall. Mm-hmm. We have tools that can create a brick and put a brick in its place. Yes. And make a building which is bigger than the brick. Mm-hmm. All right? That's how you make big things. Sure. You have tools that control the little things that comprise it. Mm-hmm. All right, So we don't have tools to move, remove and add atoms in our genetic code. If we did, you just go in there. Oh, you've got this condition. Pull one out. Put another one in. I have the tools to do it. You're good as new.
4: Mm-hmm. That's great.
3: Right now, we're very clumsy on the atomic and molecular scale. We have no way to gain access to it. In a way, it... it uh, by by means that give you confidence that you sure. that it, with the precision necessary to like do. Like
4: isolinear do. chips in the transporters. Or
0: nanomites. We yes. need nanomites to go in and rebuild. Exactly. And nano used in
3: its proper term, not in the abused way everyone else is talking about it. That's just small. Just small. They <laughs> talk about nanobots and I see the bot crawling on the table. No, that's not a nanobot. That's not a nanobot. That's just a little robot. <laughs> <Okay>? <laughs> nano is one billionth. Of something. That's the metric prefix. Maybe a microbot. Would it be a microbot? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, sure. no, that would be, um, yeah, micro would be, so we have uh, centi, milli it'd be a millibot. A millibot. Yeah, micro would be a millionth. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, so a nano is a billionth. And wow. so a billionth of a meter is around the size of atoms and molecules. So that's good.
0: So that's what we really need to focus An our actual nanobots. Yeah,
3: yeah. And then, you can manipulate your DNA in ways that you can turn us into whatever the hell you want.
0: Mm, that's not going to happen anytime or, soon.
3: Or, or, better yet, here's a more here's sure. a milder request of ourselves. Okay, let's give us the survival capabilities that has already have already expressed themselves in nature. Newts can regenerate broken, lost limbs. Yes, we can't do that. No, we have military guys coming back with. Titanium legs, because our species does not have the biological capacity to regenerate limbs, yet reptiles do.
0: Well, that okay? was the whole B-plot of the Amazing Spider-Man reboot. Was it? Uh, yes. Uh, yes, he was uh, trying to uh, he he help help out uh, amputees. Yeah, he was trying to help out amputees. And and wasn't that like also the B-plot of Iron Man 3? Well, listen... I just did a very I just said a very Matt Myra thing Well (laughs) (laughs) But it wasn't What do you think Of this What So the point is Think about it
3: If reptiles made a list Of who should be On the top of it It would be Well we can regenerate limbs And humans can't So they're way Way down on their Scale. Sure. Yeah. I mean, just any animal could put what it does that no one else can do and put that at the top of the scale and, and put humans way below them. I do like that you said reptile and scale in the same sentence in two different usages. I really oh, oh that was, yeah, that. That, that was not on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I'll take the credit for it.
0: What do you think of this idea of, um, uh, the, the, this theory that perhaps the universe is a simulation that's running Oh
3: yeah, I would call it hypothesis yes. Yeah, theory, I use, I pref- the theory has to be
0: tested the, the, yeah, Theory is yes.
3: tested and it's an organizing principle of our understanding of nature The yes. theory it's of hypothesis. gravity, theory of relativity, quantum theory, the, uh, uh, evolutionary theory Those are established truths mm-hmm. of the world So a hypothesis, yeah I think it's kind of cool That we might be t- some PhD thesis simulation of a universe in somebody's lab Wait. I, don't ha- I don't have a problem with that. I Just give me something to test that fact. And one of the ideas is uh, in any simulation that you create, there are always boundaries to certain variables. Right. So you don't put unlimited range of things because your simulation doesn't need it. It would interfere. So you look around the universe and see if there are things that have no need to be limited, but you find out that they are. Mm-hmm. One of the things are cosmic rays. They have energies that go very high, but they seem to be butting up against a limit, as though some master programmer had said, "We'll never need limits beyond this. Let's just put it there," <laughs> and we're finding this out, Matrix style. Oh God! Yeah. So I would take the blue pill. I think, and just get, yeah. get, it doesn't change anything. <laughs> no, no. Which is the way. Right. No, no, no. Sorry, I got my pills mixed up. No, the blue pill
0: is the one where you, The blue pill is the one where you
4: wake up and you're fine. You forget. No, everything. no, no,
3: uh, no. I would. You I would, would take red, the red pill. pill. I'd red pill this. Really? Time. Oh yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. I don't want to wake up in goo. Because the... Uh, well, no. Is that any different from... Um,
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> take a drink. Come on. I didn't even need to finish Where's that. the drum? <laughs> I mean, listen. <laughs> um, I mean, because the idea that... Uh, I don't have a problem. with Just give me something. That, I don't have a problem
3: with any of these ideas, however philosophically unsettling they may be to people. Sure. I don't
0: have a problem with it. Give me a way to test it. That's all. So this uh, – why do you think it is that we lack the capacity to even grasp what the universe is when you start trying to think like, well, if the universe is expanding, it's expanding into what and what is beyond the limits of the universe?
3: Yeah, because our brain evolved on on the Serengeti or wherever it was in Africa where your biggest problem was food, sex, and shelter, not contemplating infinities. (laughs) So we have no – if we needed to contemplate infinities to survive, math would be everybody's – calculus would be everybody's easiest topic. Because calculus is all about limits and infinities and, and, and getting finite answers from infinite regressions. So, so, yeah, our brain is not wired that way. So it is stressful for many people to think of infinities or infinitesimals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anything that is uncountable doesn't blend well with our brains. That's why mathematics, you represent it on paper, on something that is logically consistent outside of your head. And in that way, I can say, yeah, this works on paper, so, and it matches the universe, so we'll go with this. Whether or not you like it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know if I do or not. Yeah, yeah.
0: It even bends my brain just to think about how a, a new mathematical um, principle is developed. That how do you take something – how do you solve something out of thin air?
3: yeah. Yeah, it would be space, out of space, thin space, just so you know. Oh, okay, good, yeah, okay? Good,
0: good, good, Space is thinner than air, right, okay? So, <laughs> I saw this out of thin space. It just doesn't have the same ring it as doesn't thin not, air. It does, but we can, if you
3: use it enough, it might. Okay. I'm just saying thin okay. air. Okay. Air okay. is not all that thin, okay? Right. It's got like a, you know, a gazillion particles per cubic centimeter. So, yeah, uh, so, yeah it's thinner than brick, but it's, it's thicker than space. Thicker than space, yeah. got it. So, so Isaac Newton, when asked... Once he came up with his laws of gravity law, and motion, and brilliant guy, my man, Isaac Newton. He, uh, somewhat, and he said, Well, the orbits are ellipses, these flattened circles. And a friend of his said, Ike, I'm assuming he sure. him yeah, Ike. he's probably <laughs> Ike. <laughs> he's a friend. Yeah. We call him Ike. Yeah. Ike, <laughs> why do the planets orbit in this shape and not some other shape? Why not a r- rectangle? Or, so I, I don't know. I'll get back to you. It comes out of my equations, but let me get back to you. Goes away for a few months, comes back, Say, here's why. Because there's a cone, and you cut a cone horizontally, you get a circle. At an angle, you get an ellipse. Parallel to a side, you get a parabola. More than parallel, you get a hyperbola. And these are conic sections, and it, there's 1 over r squared 14. So it figures it out. And so the guy says, that's brilliant. How did, you, how, did you find, how did you come to this? Well, I had to invent integral and differential calculus to solve the problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, Isaac Newton does this on a dare, practically And we're slogging through it in high school or a college And so, yeah, he invents this out of thin air As a tool to solve a bigger problem Because it's not like you can just He, he wanted to know the answer so badly That he had to make the system to figure and it he out He created the math to figure it out
4: It's like on TMZ when they would do how many Starbucks Wait, wait, wait. Did uh, I just talk
3: about Isaac Newton and calculus and you said it's like TMZ? (laughs) (laughs) Did you you actually start that sentence? Hey, I got a story. uh, (laughs) Apparently Isaac Newton was asleep under a tree and a
0: (laughs) not-so-friendly apple came along. I'm in in trouble. What do you I have to to pause. Wait, wait.
3: I just described Isaac Newton inventing calculus and your next
4: sentence was like on TMZ. When they would uh, tell you how many Starbucks cups tall somebody was. (laughs) I really picture of them holding a Starbucks cup and they would just do the math. I would to love to see TMZ
0: for like mathematicians where they just <laughs> were they were just paparazziing <laughs> these mathematicians. I like to
4: imagine a bunch of guys around a table, Harvey's drinking something and they're just they have uh, measurements of Starbucks cups, they're cutting some in half trying to figure out and half well, what you're doing is they're inventing a half.
0: unit of measure. Yeah. And Starbucks cups. We had forward. to invent yeah. the math with Starbucks cups in order to solve the problem. Yeah but was
3: it was it at a, you know uh, 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 what do you call the it? Grande or 20 Venti? 20?
4: Oh they would let you know. They would let you know what size it was. Yeah, you have to yeah, agree actor. on the weights and act- measures. Do some you countries do it. use venti cups and other countries use grande? I don't know.
3: This <laughs> is why you have bureaus of weights and measures yes. to, to, to coordinate <laughs> this. We're, we're, we're,
4: unit we, we now do. have the Trente to deal with. Yeah. Uh, Trenta. <laughs> the,
3: Trenta. The National Institutes of Science and uh, of Standards and Technology in the United States is a branch of science research of the federal government to standardize weights and measures. It's what they do.
4: So they make sure a pound's always a pound? And that we still use it? I'm just saying. Kilogram. Kilogram Kilogram. is always a kilogram. Well, I remember... uh, And
0: don't worry about pounds. (laughs) Philosophy was my major, and I remember... That can really mess you up. It really does mess you up. Because still to this day... It's when it starts crossing over with math and science, and you're solving... You know, If you have to solve solve an argument using math, you know, P's and Q's and whatnot, and then... um, But the idea that uh, the philosophy of science and math, of like, well, why is a yard a yard? And what makes this this? You know, is... I I always felt like maybe there was a little too much question asking in philosophy because at a certain point, it's just futile. Like, well, I don't know. I don't know why this is a table. Yeah, yeah,
3: exactly, exactly. And my concern there is that the philosopher believes they're actually asking deep questions about nature. And to the scientist... It's, what are you doing? Why are you wasting your time? <laughs> well, why are you concerning yourself with the meaning of meaning? Well, I think a healthy, right?
0: a healthy balance of both is good. A healthy balance of both Well, I'm good.
3: still even worried about a healthy balance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you are
3: distracted by your questions so that you cannot move forward, you're not being a productive contributor to our understanding of the natural world. And so the scientist knows when the question, what is the sound of one hand clapping, is a pointless delay in your progress. And it's this. Yep. Yep, that's it. Cool. the episode. Yeah, yeah.
0: What are you, dumb? Can't you hear it? It's right here. this. It's what this. It's what this. Then they say, well, how
3: do you define clapping? And then all of a sudden, it, it, it devolves into a discussion of the definitions of words. Right. And I'd rather keep the conversation about ideas. Yeah. And when you do that, and you don't derail yourself on questions... That you think are important because philosophy class tells you this, but the scientist says, look, I got all this world of unknown out there, I'm moving on, I'm leaving you behind, and you can't even cross the street because you're distracted by what you are sure are deep questions you've asked of yourself. I I don't have the time for that.
0: Well, I've I've also felt that it was a fat load of crap, as one could define what crap is and the essential qualities that make up crap. How you grade a philosophy paper that always <laughs> infuriated me. Like yeah. this is these are thoughts and ideas that I have about questions. Chris, I think we all agree in?
3: you turn out okay.
4: Okay, I turn out okay. Mm-hmm.
0: But philosophy was a good major for comedy, I think, because it because it does get you to sort of ask a lot of ridiculous questions about things. No, but you need people to laugh at your ridiculous questions. Mm-hmm. So I don't that's understand the other. Side. What are trying to say?
1: <laughs> can it also lead you into the futility of things, though? Where it's like it's like why why is this and why do I care? Well, yeah, 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 I yeah. should not care because it's all pointless.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Is that ultimately if you ask enough questions? Questions, you, it's just this sort of bottomless pit of I don't know like So it becomes just,
1: nihilism So yeah. philosophy becomes nihilism? At a certain point, I think Nihilism
4: I is a kind of philosophy And then when you're yeah. in the bottom yeah. of the pit You're slowly digested over a thousand years <laughs> No, no, no you're, No, I'm sorry Right? No, you, no I'm no, no, sure You're that's thinking in the pit of Sarlacc yeah. But it's a pit It mm-hmm. is a pit
0: Well, is this a bottomless pit? Well, you're slowly digested over a thousand years It's not a bottomless pit It's well, a pit it's that we flies into uh, In Return of the Jedi
3: <laughs> Oh, okay So I had a conversation with yeah. my daughter About bottomless pits I oh. think you met her. or, yeah, oh, or you
0: gave her your. Tardis. She's super cool.
3: Your daughter is super smart you, and super cool. You gave her your Tardis iPhone cover. I did give her the Tardis yes, iPhone and cover, and, and then she, she came to our it.
0: podcast and met Matt Smith. Oh yes, she did. Yes,
3: yeah. yes I forgot at at um, Comic Con. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, your daughter. Is so she's ridiculously smart. smart. She's Hoovian, and so oh, we, wow. we, we talked about the Bottomless Pit, and I asked her how, how how does one die in a Bottomless Pit, and she said of dehydration.
0: No, by the way, I think, it's, I think it's notable to point out that your daughter is 15? No, she's
3: 17 now. 17, 17 now, 17, okay. Right. No, but at the time, yeah, she was 15. Yeah, so you died. And I thought, oh, why? And it's because that's the first thing you die of if you have no access to nourishment or yeah. anything. You die of absence of water. So that would be seven days through the fall. Or boredom.
0: Nihilism. Nihilism. Why didn't no I bottom. fall with an iPod or something? <laughs> and you keep Nihilism.
3: Uh, yeah. So when the, in search and rescue,
0: mm-hmm.
3: uh, they after a certain number of days, it's search and recovery. Yeah, because they calculate that you will not have survived the absence of water. Because you, you can go without food for way longer than you can go without water. Sure. Yeah.
4: I don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> None of us want to. Is she going to go into science? Uh, no,
3: but she likes science, and she took like she's way wicked smart compared yeah. To, yeah. to me when I was in high school. But she's actually she'll be a, a freshman at, at Harvard next year.
2: Oh, wow. yeah. good so, lord! Yeah.
3: So she's uh, she's going to study East Asian cultures, pony and, up the cash, and languages.
4: <laughs> 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 Start it now. <laughs> it up.
3: So no, but she's definitely scientifically literate. That she was not going to leave the house. I will tell her true. all the
4: good burrito places around.
3: There.
0: <laughs> yeah, Matt's from Matt's from Boston. So Boston. He can yeah. he can give you the. I was in um, uh, my girlfriend Chloe and I were in New York a few months. Tell ago. Tell Chloe I said hi. I will tell Chloe. Where's she said, now? Hi. I've never seen you without her. Chloe's working. She's working this same as I'm working now, so she's working on her stuff now, but Mm -hmm. we... um... We went to the planetarium to see the new show oh, the, of my planetarium. Yes. Oh yeah. So you saw dark. The dark. We saw universe. dark. Yes.
4: Yeah. That's right about dark matter.
0: Yeah, and dark
3: energy. And dark
4: so energy. Great that he literally can say my planetarium.
3: <laughs> oh, no, Sorry. <laughs> okay. The planetarium of which I serve as director.
0: Okay. How, how should I word this? <laughs> I think I think we're going to allow, no, pro- we're, gonna it's, allow it's, we're going to allow the possessive pronoun in this case. We're going to.
3: The keys in my pocket open its door. Well, we had a so, and it is my voice coming through the universe. Uh, there. The last time. The last.
4: I think I got this one. I go. <laughs> I'm saying it's cool that you can. Yeah, yeah. Although,
3: although, while I was busy making Cosmos, others wrote this show and created the show. So, yeah. so I can, It's my planetarium, but we. It's it's a collaboration to make yeah. the product.
0: Well, it's a, it's a, it's also just a shorthand. Like I would say, if I were talking about at midnight ago, it's my show. I mean, it's not really. You know, a bunch of people work on the
4: show. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, Show with well, What the I was saying was, it's cool that he can. It's say cool that he can, say that, can say that because how many people can
0: say that? Just count the number of planetariums. But the last time, the last time, um, it's Chloe like and I—very numerical I are, of you, yeah. Thank just. you. It's very mathematical. Thank you. I solved it. <laughs> count them with. Venti I didn't cups. want to end it with philosophy. I wanted to have a concrete answer. <laughs> okay. um, but um, it, it, so the last time we were at the Hayden Planetarium was after we shot Star Talk, Chloe and I, and you and a bunch of uh, very very smart NASA people, and I think Riza, right? Jizza. Jizza. Uh, all went back to your office and hung out and laughed. And Chloe, who was a huge fan of yours, you drew a question. She said, please draw a question mark behind my ear. We then proceeded. You had to go home, but the rest of us, NASA scientists, Jizza, Chloe, myself, wandered around the streets of New York at 1 a.m. trying to yelp a tattoo parlor where Chloe then had the question mark tattooed in the back of her ear.
3: Well, uh, there's a a quote from... Rainer Maria Rilke, the poet. And one of the poems ends, learn to love the questions themselves. Oh, see?
0: Now that tattoo has an even better story.
3: Yeah, yeah. And what is that uh, great rock song from the uh, late 60s, early 70s? Uh, question. Uh-huh. Well, uh, who, who did it? It's... Uh, oh, man. Uh, Moody Blues.
0: Questions called Question. Look I was worried you it's were talking...
3: It's a great song.
0: For a second, I thought you were talking about the Authority song by John Cougar Mellencamp, but it's not the same. No, that song. Not even John. No, no. Cougar no. Check Mellencamp. this one out. Um, yeah, yeah. But yes, because I, I feel not just not just scientifically is it important to ask good questions, but I feel like the key to any good internal dialogue with yourself. Because some people say monologue, but I think people actually have dialogues with themselves. They're in institutions because you. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no, but honestly, think about it. I don't know. Think about don't this. Don't encourage this, okay? No, no, no. Think about
3: this for a second. I don't know
0: who your audience
3: is, but if you encourage them to have conversations yeah. with themselves.
0: But, I knew when, it. but when you think about things and you ask your brain questions, you like you're basically throwing a question out and then an answer fires back. So you are in a somewhat of a dialogue. You're with reflecting
3: your brain. Uh, sh- okay. But the, the question is not some other entity. It's still
0: me. It's still you. Okay. But you're, you're basically shouting oh. into the void of your own mind, and then an answer is being fired back. Speak of that, the void only board. of your own mind. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 well, my planet... Oh, I don't have a planetary um, <laughs> name. But, uh, but the idea being that... I found that- the song. You found a question? Yeah. But, yeah, but the idea it. being that you...
2: Oh,
1: yeah, I, I know the up. song.
3: Version, maybe. Oh, no, I, yeah, I don't
0: recognize the line. I yeah. Know. It's
3: no. the yeah. You say yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't think I ever knew the song was called Quest. Yeah. 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 I know the
2: yeah. yeah. It's, it's just
0: moving on it, man. When now
1: we're in philosophy class. Question mark the so Stop.
2: Think about it.
0: What this, is saying? this is when you need to walk in, and a handyman sit and go. I hear your planetarium's broken.
3: That's one of my favorite songs of the era. This well, question, so 1970. In fact, I tweeted Macy's during Christmas season had in big bold letters across their huge store in Herald Square, Manhattan, New York City. Believe. And I said, wouldn't it be cool if one year instead they had QUESTIONS.
0: Oh, uh-huh. yeah. I tweeted that. And did they do, are they going to do that?
3: I don't know. But mm.
0: people react, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Fucking yeah. 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 <laughs> A, yeah. yeah. Question <laughs> Santa Claus.
4: <laughs> the two places I go to whenever I'm in New York is your planetarium and that Macy's because I love wooden escalators.
3: Yeah, they have wooden escalators, Yeah, That's my favorite oh. thing. So what? <laughs> they're like a thousand cavemen,
4: yeah. you know. Is there
1: like a guy on the side <laughs> just cranking <laughs> in with yeah. yeah. on the Yeah, window. yeah.
3: Just like a bigger
4: guy kind of like, oh, so this is, <laughs> Bigger guy playing the accordion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this
0: is a principle that I I think people should apply From science Which is In this internal Monologue, dialogue Whatever you want to call it Is asking good Effective questions Because You will get answers back In your mind No matter what Type of question you ask However
3: Not all questions Are created equal That's correct So at the end Of Isaac Newton's Book called Optics Mm. He has His last several chapters Are called Queries These are crumbs That fell off His plate that he didn 't have time to get to, <laughs> but he 's offering it to others in case in their lives they can value that this is some a, way, a place to devote their attention. So it was basically what, like
0: an old timey message board <laughs> and it
3: says I, the stars in the night sky could they be just like the sun except so far away they become as dim as they are
0: Well, yes yes your job <laughs> nice, nicely
3: done Well, the point is the man was connected to the cosmos as no one has been, I think, before or since. Because you read the questions that he poses. He's plugged in. (laughs) There are people who ask questions. I have another book of someone who had what called a new theory of the universe, and he's wondering if the spiral nebulae are other galaxies like our own. Turned out to be true. But then he's saying, but if they are, then they each must have their own god. And then he drew pictures of God's eye like the, the, the eye on the top of the pyramid on the dollar bill, like God, different gods, and he, and he totally went off the deep end there. So just because you can ask some good question doesn't
0: mean all
4: your questions are good. Some Illuminati shit.
0: Well, yeah. so the other Wait, thing So is, he broke his brain? It just broke his brain. He just started thinking so hard it just broke yeah. his brain. But, I, but the idea that... The, you know, the, the Newtonian question is different than going, "Hey, what's that crap up there?" He's basically answering the question in the question. In the
3: question, exactly.
0: He said, "Gee, what? What are the stars?" No, yeah. <laughs> He's saying, I wonder if they are thus. Do you think that's where God just poked pinholes up there yeah. in and so, the fabric of the universe? And
1: so poetic. Like it yeah. sounded like you were just reciting a poem from somebody. Did they figure out why? Not even that's
3: uh, and and that's just kind of how
0: they wrote back. Did they figure then? Yeah, out why yeah. he was so plugged in and smart? The same way that they said, "Oh, well, Einstein's brain had was slightly larger in yeah, some yeah. areas." Yeah, yeah. So. I there certain
3: truths about him that were not true for most other people even to this day uh all evidence suggests that he was a virgin when he died. Oh. So is there still chance? For, uh, <laughs> uh,
1: I'm probably not going to figure out the
3: universe. Uh. But it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally
1: worth it. <laughs> yeah, go to any really smart kid and go, you got two
0: choices to make. <laughs> and then cut to the kid later going, da, da, da. It's a huge grin. <laughs> but I think maybe there is something to be said that, you know, the sort of um, the bigger answer is that, he probably just focused all of his energy all the time on these questions. And in fact,
3: I, uh, Albert Einstein made just such a comment. I won't get it exactly, but he said, people think I'm smart, which of course he is, but what they don't realize is how much I've, time I've spent thinking about problems that other people just walk on by. Sure. You know? and, and another thing about Isaac Newton, he, uh, he had an intensity, a focus on what, you know, kind of like an autistic intensity mm-hmm. where... You, this is it, and you forego personal hygiene, you mm-hmm. know, and yeah. social contact, and all the rest. So,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, the man was was brilliant. So. so, how do you balance being able to focus on these issues and then having a family and running a planet Yeah, it's hard. And, it's hard. And, and doing and Cosmos, something. Some, yeah.
3: You know, it's something gives at some point. And cosmos was a huge hit on my calendar. I mean, we filmed all around the world, Iceland. Yeah, Iceland should not be named Iceland It should be named Volcano Land right? <laughs> it's, it's all volcanic And there's gurgling The ground gurgles Because wow. there's hot springs They're, All their energy or most of their energy is from geothermal sources because there's, it's a volcano. Well, I yeah. think
0: Reykjavik is actually on Because <laughs> that's the sound the land makes. <laughs> when it, <Wow>. uh, <laughs> what's wrong with you? Don't judge me, Jonah.
1: I'm not. I'm okay. enjoying it. Okay, good. I celebrate that. Uh,
0: it doesn't sound like <laughs> celebration. No, this is how I party. No, that's... <laughs> 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 it sounds like mild shame. <laughs> hey! hey. We're having a party. So it's just all science? around
3: the world in all these places where great science had happened in the past and there's some green screening on location and, and so you put it all together, we've got 13 episodes of Cosmos. And but it was a huge hit on my calendar, my you know, you, your kids get older and you miss it, you know. So so I, it's not something I would, you know.
0: Did you miss any birthdays?
3: Uh no, no, no. We got the came in back for those. Yeah, How yeah.
0: ironic that while discussing the essentially the history of time that you had to make sure to track time <laughs> yes, in your actual life. I, exactly.
3: The billions of years at some t- point have to become my my calendar. Did you
0: practice yeah. billions and billions of years to hit the Sagan billi- Do you have your own billions? No, and no, billions? we we're, uh, uh, we got Oh,
4: what was that? <laughs> 68 Dodge Charger <laughs> uh,
3: So yeah So there's uh, I, I can I got the Sagan Billions Are you ready? Yeah Billions and billions yeah. I, I got Ooh. that yeah, you got I got voice. that So I said well How about Trillions and trillions Whoa <laughs> One up
1: <laughs> <laughs> just, Take that Sagan <laughs> <laughs> Took every line Just, uh, so, just uh, tweak it up a notch yeah, yeah, <laughs> <take it up. laughs>
0: Quadrillions and Quadrillions, yeah, quadrillions of Googles and, um, So you know This I First of all I think it's... Um, By the way, congratulations
3: on your show. Oh, thank you very no, much. No, no, it's fun. If I'm not too sleepy, I watch it. I appreciate that. You're doing a little walk on in the show today, which I'm very excited yes, about. Yes, so I'm happy. I'm glad we did that. We, we, I, you, I didn't know how I could slot in, but you found a way. We did find so, a way. Uh, so yeah. Very good. We thing. found a way. Life, 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 life finds,
1: finds a way. Finds away.
4: Away. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, right. I'm not familiar
1: really with like that.
3: Wait, wait, life finds a way except when it doesn't, because 97% of all species that ever lived on this earth are now extinct. Oh. I'm getting Goldblum on the phone now. So <laughs> Therefore, the life finds a way is is myopic, actually. <laughs> to say
1: though that life does like it's like life is energy and energy is never destroyed, and so then it just
3: kind of seems to roll. in. I don't even know why I tried to but start trying and- to start to say something smart to you because a lot of things are energy, including the light bulb. Yes. Uh, so And it heats the air And the air radiates to space So yeah, the energy is still there It's not usable You'll have to forgive Jonah forms. He's not a virgin anymore Yeah. So there's certain isn't. high levels of oh, energy yeah. And very <laughs> low levels of energy When you hit the lowest level of energy Which is heat, basically yeah. It's very hard to get that back To higher levels of energy So when you die Your body temperature drops To air temperature mm-hmm. And normally when we touch Each other's hands You're not thinking about it But you are much warmer Than the air around you So we call that normal. When you die... You hit 72 degrees, you say, the
0: body's cold. You're yeah. actually normal.
3: No, you're yeah, actually normal. You're yeah. the temperature of everything else you oh, in the room. Yeah. And, and where did that heat go? It warmed the air, and the air radiated it to space. You
0: know, maybe instead of death, we should just say that people have normalized. Well, they've normalized. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They've essentially <laughs> gone to their ground no, state, you, you, literally.
3: You, you've lost your, metabol- your metabolism is the expression of life. Right. Your metabolism maintains your body temperature at 25 degrees warmer than the air would rather have it be.
0: Well, uh, the other thing about life finds a way is that it sort of presupposes. But I'm not agreeing that, that life kind of, signs away. No, because it presupposes that there's some idea of sentience <laughs> behind life not agree. at the same time. No, no
3: let, let me not say that I don't agree. It's not, it has nothing to do with my opinion. Ninety-seven high percent of all species that ever lived are extinct. So what could you possibly mean by saying... Life always finds a way.
1: Oh, you know, like oh, they, Jurassic Park. Yeah. It was the, well the first part of the line. Well oh, you're quoting
3: was, <laughs> movie
4: scripts. The <laughs> yeah, first okay. part of the line yeah, yeah, yeah. was cut. It was actually said. was it was three percent of life finds yeah. a way. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah, just like, yeah, yeah, that's weird. But it was just <laughs> for time. It doesn't
1: feel enough. It's not, it's
0: not heavy
3: time. enough. Wait, 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 there's more. More. You know, so we only use ten percent of our brain argument? Okay, mm-hmm. that's also BS, right? That's a that's a that's a reinterpretation of a sentence that was a hundred years ago, a, a, neur- a neuroscientist, they didn't call him that back then, but a brain person said, we only know what 10% of our brain is used for. That became we only use 10% of our brain.
0: Well, because that's how people, that's how people think of things. Oh, well, if I don't know what it is, then it must not be there. Yeah, right. <laughs> and therefore, not, you're not using it. At, right. As, as yeah. opposed to
3: of the, the brain is a complex place. We've mapped out this 10% of the reasons, and here's what it's used for. So, so plus, we only use 10% of the brain, became the, the clarion call for parents trying to get their kids to excel. Sure. Who might have otherwise been deadbeats. Strive for 11%, <laughs> maybe. Yes, yeah, so that's another case where a number One's just smarter. takes on a life of its own. Yeah. But it has no foundation in reality or truth. Huh. But it's
1: uh, like, do you think though, uh, you know, buzzwords or kind of phrases like that might hit the right person to make them actually investigate that stuff? Or do you think
3: I, like, I don't know? I'll give you some more. These people say it's darkest before dawn. I never even heard of that until people started telling it to me. I said, "Why? What? 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 No, it's well, not darkest."
4: Mama Cass said the darkest hour is just before dawn. Yeah, it's yeah. just
3: false. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it was never true. If you want to pick the darkest moment, get the exact middle between sunrise and sunset. It'll come it'll be around midnight. Okay. Ooh, our nice. show's not the
0: darkest, it's the darkest hour. hour. Our show's the darkest hour. Have a
3: nice. Yes, the, the, if you had to pick a darkest hour, it would be the midnight. Oh, hour. our show—we are oh, the, the darkest,
4: darkest hour. hour. Yeah,
3: and you can go ahead and use that.
4: See the stuff we don't even put in—it's real dark. Uh, it's real dark. <laughs> so, so that's
1: like the worst analogy ever. That's like the most in, like to say the darkest before the dawn. No, yeah. no, but
4: no, but, but
3: well, the reason why people say it is to lift you up out of your depressions. Yeah. Yes, exactly. When you're at your lowest, it, then dawn will come. Yeah. So there are these phrases that were basically bastardized to support our psychological states.
0: Well, Mama Cass also probably did a, a, an Iceland-sized mountain of drugs right before she said that at the same time. I think we all did. <laughs> Ham <laughs> sandwich. <Right? laughs> and sandwich. Uh... Come on. <laughs> what? I was just speaking the. To... Well,
3: there's other She's things. I, I've, because I learned science before I learned many of these sayings. Uh, people say, oh, you eat like a bird. I say, oh, you mean you eat a lot? No, I eat a little. Well, birds eat a lot. Anytime you see a bird, it's eating or looking for food, okay?
0: You ever put food in front of a bird and said, no, I'm full. No, I can't. No. This just means don't have a scientist over to your house because they're going to poke holes in everything you no, believe I'm in. just
4: saying. You I'm know a- who's not fun at parties? <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson. I, I get it, Neil. We don't really eat like birds. what I not. just want to uh, use a little hyperbole around yeah. here.
3: No, I t- no, what I'm saying is I knew about the bird <laughs> metabolism. Birds are warm-blooded. And so like us, they have to basically eat continuously. You, know, you have to realize what we must look like to crocodiles. You could toss a chicken a month to a crocodile, and it's fine. Because it doesn't have to maintain a body temperature above the air temperature. Sure. As we do. That's hugely energetically consumptive to do this. So you wake up, I got to eat. Oh, mid-morning, I got to have a snack. Lunch, I got to eat again. Every three hours, you're shoving Just to food. maintain your 25 it, degrees. Basically to maintain that body temperature Burnous. above. The, a crocodile is the temperature of its surroundings. So it only needs food just to move its limbs, to beat its heart. And so a chicken a month is fine. So all this video a crocodile is being ravenously hungry... They waited a month. <laughs> <laughs> because that's not interesting footage. Only the point where it eats. Do you then show that and you think that's all they want to do is eat?
4: Like when James Bond had to get away from all those crocodiles and live and let die. They oh, hey, he ran across been... them. Is that not yes, the one where he ran across them. Maybe it had been a month. So,
3: yeah, and, and the, least, the last thing it wants to do is eat you after it just ate. All right, <laughs> Whereas we're eating constantly. So, so, the, so birds are warm-blooded. And they're relatively small, so they have to eat essentially all the time.
0: Um, are you uh, – first of all, it is amazing that um, Cosmos is coming to network television. Oh, yeah. Oh, let me give you a list of 11 things, and taking
3: any one of them alone is amazing, and they're all happening together. You ready? So Cosmos, a 13-part series, will have a sequel. It will appear on network television. Mm-hmm. On Fox. Okay. <laughs> on a Sunday night. So is this Fox. like a science competition show? <laughs> a Sunday night. In prime time. After it had been promoted during the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fox had the Super Bowl. After it had been promoted during the World Series in the bottom of the seventh inning in game three on Saturday night. And... <laughs> <laughs> it is airing on 171 stations around the world in 45 languages. Any one of those sentences, and it's produced by a, Stewie. It's a mind no. blow. Okay, and so the fact that it's all happening together is, is a stunning statement that that there is a recognition by forces that be that science deserves to be mainstreamed. Did Seth MacFarlane was Seth MacFarlane that? brought us to Fox? Yeah. Yes. So, Seth and Farley of Stewie. Yeah. Voice, so, yeah. It, so it's the the, the, the he's power. Brian Griffin. He's Brian. The, the, the power who breathes life into Stewie. But yes. it, it, but it is. So it, people think of it. Well, is Stewie going to pop up? The, Seth is involved. So, what jokes are you going to tell during? No, this is Cosmos. It's in the spirit of the original series. He's he, he's a talented guy, and he likes science. If you watched Family Guy, every ep- every other episode, there's some reference to science. Poking a fun at people who don't know science. Stewie has a time machine, for goodness sake. Do you know Seth came to New York to visit? He said, Neil, I'm coming to town. Can you do lunch? I said, sure, I'll do lunch. Fine, I moved some stuff around. We did lunch, and we're having lunch, and he's asking me 30 questions about Cosmology. The entire lunch was about cosmology. Six months later, Stewie goes back to the beginning of the universe, observes the Big Bang with his time machine, comes back, concludes that him rebooting his time machine started the Big Bang itself, and at the end, I get a full card credit, science advisor, Neil deGrasse Tyson.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, the man likes science. He reminds wh- me of the time Joan Jet and the Black Arts went to Europa. Yeah, boy. So there's a whole side of Seth that is revealing itself in his participation in the series. Well, I, I, think it's, I think it's great that – because obviously someone like Seth can go to Fox and go, you should put this on mainstream, and they go, oh, okay. Yeah. You so know, at the
4: beginning – We ran dads for 22 episodes. Wait,
0: wait. I, at the beginning, maybe – no one told me this, and I don't
3: know, and maybe I'm just reading, but I think at the beginning they may have felt some obligation to him because he's a big product of theirs. Okay, let's make Seth happy. We'll do a, maybe a pilot or a couple yeah. of episodes here. Then they started warming up to it. They said, hey, let's do a whole 13. Yeah. Hey, let's put this budget in it. Hey, let's put – by the way, the international distribution is – Fox owns three-quarters of National Geographic channel. And National Geographic has all these inlets to Asia and Latin America
0: and Europe. Yeah, that's right because Cosmos is going to first run on Fox and then the next night it's going to be on National Geographic. National Geographic channel.
3: domestically and
0: National Geographic internationally yeah.
3: in the 72 hours that follow it. Oh, that's yeah. right. Bad. So wow. And so, I was in Latin America They said that they, they, they found something They're going to dub for me this And is, I, said, wait, uh, I said Wait But Billiones but, but, but. Y billones Triones <laughs> Y triones And I said What I can't uh, In El Cosmos in el You know cosmos. I couldn't
0: In the grass Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> Can you
4: tell me Not to lower the bar On the Haunted Mansion carriage <laughs>
0: Please do not lower the bar On the uh, No The Haunted Mansion I will lower it for you Like it's that voice yes, It's not It's uh, Spanish, Spanish. Spanish. <laughs> Oh yeah 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 uh, and that's by we always At the end and we always used to go, y
3: finalmente, boo. <laughs> so there's actually a combination of dubbing for people. Apparently in Latin America, I didn't know this, many people watch TV the way the rest of us would listen to a radio. Yeah. Just kind of on in the background and you're doing dishes. And so subtitles don't work for that. You know, it, it's, ah. So TV is less of a cinematic 5.1 experience oh, wow. than it is just information that's coming to you over the screen so,
0: well, I, I, so hence the dubbing I cannot yeah, stress yeah. enough how important it is for That's people great. to watch Cosmos to make sure that we get more science programming in the mainstream More,
3: I think if it succeeds I think the other networks are going to say hey why didn't we we, do should, do this yeah, yeah, we should do yeah. this too and I think we got enough people in the wings here because I'm
4: going to the Bahamas after this and you're not <laughs> going to see me for five years
3: uh, I think we got enough people to rise up and be tapped for this? I, I, I I'm
4: excited I, because I've run out of Nova Science Nows to watch. <laughs> oh well, thank you, thank it's you for great. that. Well, I think nice. it's
0: I think it's also important in just in watching the um in watching the Bill Nye Ken Ham debate where Bill just kept saying oh, Ham on Rye, uh, no, no, a <laughs> Ham on Rye. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you
2: yeah. saw that episode? <laughs> yeah. It's
0: just it's just as Bill kept saying, if we don't pursue science education, we are going to not be a world power anymore. Yeah. It is We're not going to be world anything. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So it
3: is very, very, very important. Oh, by the way, I no one has said this, but I have to say it. Please the. Ham kept using as a rebuttal this guy who invented the MRI machine mm-hmm. and who is a young earth creationist, so therefore you don't have to, uh, you can be a young earth creationist and still create important marketable product. Mm-hmm. Okay? What no one said. Sky screamed at no, That's sorry. okay, please. No, you're right. the levels. Excited energy sorry. Energy <laughs> Let me fix the thing on the microphone <laughs> here. We're okay. we good? Sorry. Take two. Take two. What no one said was. The person who discovered the principle on which the MRI is based. His name is Edward Purcell. He was my physics professor in college. He was interested in the behavior of nuclei in atoms scattered in the interstellar medium. And one of those nuclei, in the hydrogen atom, has a flip of the quantum spin orientation of the electron. And it spins once every 10 million years. The spin flip happens once every 10 million years, and you can measure that in space. If that happens once every 10 million years, how do you have a 6,000-year-old Earth? (laughs) He he could not have had a mindset to think about nuclei the way he did to make the discovery that nuclei respond to magnetic fields and and create a resonance with them to create nuclear magnetic resonance, which is the foundation of magnetic resonance imaging. So here's this guy inventing a thing... Based on somebody else who recognized a vast and infinite universe that's way the hell older than six thousand years. Yes, yeah, so ultimately it doesn't
0: happen. So ultimately, his example had to recognize science in order to make the thing. Science of the
3: past, science yeah. of history, science of time ba- time baselines
0: that go far
3: beyond any discussion in the Bible as interpreted by literalists. So, so no one jumped in there. I'm saying it here and now for the first time. On Nerdist. Thank you very much. It and is this, I think scoop. it's very appropriate. Yeah, yes, what a, a scoop.
0: It is a good scoop. It is a fantastic scoop.
3: Oh, by the way, and, and the nuclear magnetic resonance, that's one of the taboo N-words, you know, one yeah. of the two. So, so, in, so, wait, wait. So different from the other one. Yeah. So in hospitals, you're not walking into a nuclear magnetic resonance imager They took away the N. The N word because people just, are afraid of the word news. The nuclear. Yeah. yeah, so just mag- they, this is MRI, magnetic, N- not it, nuclear magnetic. N- resonance yes, because imaging. people
0: think that nuclear means bomb goes off, not just of or pertaining to the nucleus. The
3: nucleus of the atom, right? So that so that got purged. That way you will go into the machine
0: to do this. Well, there yeah. was uh, uh, someone did tell me once that this idea that uh, you cannot reason someone out of a position they did not reason themselves into. Yeah, I think, I think that was th- actually Tim Ferriss who told us yeah. that on our podcast. Yeah,
3: so that's a uh, it's a well known. Uh, uh, approach or, or uh, attitude to have and you got to be more strategic. But I, I think it's, it's, it's funner to say than it, uh, than it really is true in, in, in reality. I think for half the people that's true. The mm-hmm. other half, you can show them some really mind-blowing things and shock them out of whatever was their philosophy of thought into a new understanding of the world. So I think you can use reason to get someone out of a thought that they didn't use reason to get into. But it's a good, it's a good uh, 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 prep for you when you start your argument. If you're trying to argue with someone who's, uh, who is uh, blinded by their
0: religious, political, or cultural well, philosophy. Well, I will say this about the debate. The thing that I was impressed by the, the was... The Ham on Nye debate. The Ham on Nye debate was... The tone of it, because when you normally when those debates happen, it just devolves into name calling. And I yeah. felt like both parties were respectful to the other side. I mean, even though, of course, I'm I'm biased, but in my opinion, you know, uh, six thousand years, <laughs> Bill, we all Bill, know. Chris. Bill Nye basically brought Excalibur. Wait, when you switch I mean, the him. truth, it's not biased. <laughs> just So you know. Okay. Yeah. But but I mean you know like not Bill. That's I, a tweet. I'm gonna tweet that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Bill, I, I would let Bill debate anything. Bill I, yeah, tweet, I Ooh, I'm excited. I'll I would favorite let, it right now. God, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get on that bandwagon and retweet it right when. You're I would let Bill Nye debate anything for me. Mm-hmm. That guy was is phenomenal.
3: Yeah, we all. I mean, I didn't. I'm too old. But others, you know, they learn science from the guy.
0: I mean, yeah. It's when I think it's
3: Bill. Bill got successful because we have lazy science teachers <laughs> so rather than them teaching or they're not as competent right so they say oh, I got this 20 minute clip of Bill I'll put it in the science classroom
0: and so well, everybody sees Bill in the science classroom but he, but you and Bill have the same thing which is that you're able to take scientific principles and make them interesting and engaging and fun and that's very 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 important not everyone can do that some people and you know a lot of scientists some people are so science minded that they really lack the ability to communicate with, non, with non-sciencey people
3: yeah and so by the way we were never rewarded for that, historically. So you can't really blame scientists for that? No. Yeah, that's like blaming, you know, a Miss America for not knowing advanced calculus. Sure. That's not part of why she got there, right? So, and I don't know why they always ask them about world politics.
0: Yeah. What, what, yeah. what, what is that? Why? <laughs> well, like, they're, be- they're people who are beautiful and maybe smart, well, if but they're, gonna they're to primarily beautiful. If they're going to represent our country, they need uh, to know politics when they battle in a cage yeah. match. No, no. So here's the thing. Do we ask diplomats Beauty secrets?
3: We should oh, not we do that. Yeah, those questions, are that's got, that's gotcha journalism. They would just be that's, like, right I'm, I'm, that's what I'm saying. If you're yeah. gotcha journalist, go ask diplomats about beauty secrets. They'll be clueless. How
0: do you groom your eyebrows? You can groom your eyebrows? Oh, that's, that's, that's that i mean, to take if a if picture knew... of him tweeting and then tweet the
4: picture of him tweeting the tweet. Okay. Oh, this is getting what, super what, better. Yeah, oh, my God. Get...
0: This is going to be like the last scene of Reservoir Dogs. Uh, Who's got the fifth iPhone? Someone shot Chris Penn. <laughs> you... Actually I'm gonna get a not offense, biased. I'm gonna get
1: hard walk hard in the shot. Hard
3: lock. Thanks. Anytime.
0: <laughs> Jonah, you need to scoot in a little if you
3: wanna get it. I can't get mad at my shotgun. Are speaking <laughs> the, the truth. truth. Uh, so, <laughs> this is really. You are not biased. Any uh, Is that the whole tweet there? That's a short tweet. You are not biased oh, no, if, no. You are, if you are representing the truth? Anytime,
0: anytime you, you are,
3: ever speak the truth, have it. Anytime you.
0: Hashtag Do a Nerdist Podcast. <laughs> Chris. What? I'm just, just, what? I'm just trying to get a promo for the just company. Stop okay? the branding, no, I just want to brand his tweet. I
1: just want to brand his <laughs> tweet. You know, in the old days... He I... owns part of that tweet.
4: Subsidiary <laughs> <laughs> so of Legendary. Okay. Uh. All I'm saying is, I'm going to send over the paperwork. Yeah, yeah. You can sign on your behalf of a tweet. and I'm like, no.
0: um.
4: Done.
3: Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold uh. on. No, I, got, I, got, I can do this better. You speak among yourselves. Oh, yeah, right. sure.
1: You want to know, here, here we're going to talk the okay, uh, the, see, the yeah. religion science thing. It's like, I, I find uh, the people that are, are religious and kind of go against what the, you know, the things that, like, science to me is, makes the entire world beautiful at the moment that you're living in it. Yes. You can look around, you can find beauty wherever it is, um, where people who are religious will say that it's something else that they're seeing and, and say that they're kind of working towards a thing that's going to happen after they're gone,
0: which I think is kind of insulting to the beauty of the uh, the entire universe. Well, I, you know, look, I, I, don't, I don't fault anyone for having religion in their life. I, I think, you know, uh, if, they, if, they, if they love that and enjoy that and need that. And is it, but, you know, but when it kind of gets in the way of <laughs> advancing us as yeah. a culture, because in my, in my estimation, and maybe Neil can um, can tell me that I'm not correct about this, but religion- you're, not, you're not correct. Before oh. I heard you, you're not correct. No, yeah, aren't no. it going to be weird if I actually am? Um, I just feel like there's been there has been uh, 100% evidence in the past that um, religion has had to ebb its definitions to accommodate science, but the reverse has never actually been true. That's correct. The reverse has never been true at any time.
3: So, so the point... My issue, and I, I agree with you, people, you know, religion brings comfort to people. I don't have an issue. In a free country, a country founded on religious freedoms, that's a big part of... How America came to be. People who came here were escaping religious persecution, and so we all have freedom of religion. That's that's how that played out. And so the issue is if you think your religion equals science, and you try to put it in the science classroom, and it's not right, that, that, uh, then I have an issue. Otherwise, you know, I don't go knocking on the preachers' door, and that might not necessarily be true. I don't,
0: you don't even have atheists picketing outside of churches. That doesn't happen. Well, I, I just don't think that you know. I, I just a okay. Lot, here, a I lot got of, the tweet. You got it. What is it?
3: Uh, it's, I kept it simple K-I-S-S uh, You are not biased Anytime you ever Speak the truth Tweet
0: Nice There you go You can feel A ripple in the matrix right. Because we all Took the red pill
3: <laughs> Wait should I, I I'm sorry I didn't hashtag
0: nervous. No, 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 it's sorry. fine Don't worry about it I sure was, we'll totally, was totally
1: Since yeah. you did it In the room He does have a device That just puts that on there Look
3: at it
4: right now it's, uh, uh. He actually bought Who <laughs> It's just buy, to say. I not by anything. I not buy who say. Yeah, I like uh, that you're at a point where you have yeah. to.
2: Like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: that
4: didn't actually happen. It's <laughs> not so ridiculous anymore. Uh, Already fifty-six retweets and thirty-seven favorites. Yeah, I know. That's how, <laughs> you're a machine.
0: No, gets it done.
4: That's a bot. You're, thank you. Somebody's taking notice. Why didn't you hashtag it porn stash?
0: <laughs> just to <laughs> confuse born, yeah. people. Born what? Stash? You the are song. never biased as long as you speak the truth. Porn stash. What is no. that? Keep them uh, guessing. Keep them guessing. Question all the time. It's 127 retweets. That was pretty. Damn. Good. 100 <laughs> favorites. Okay. But I,
1: you got your own planetarium. You got a lot of retweets. Yeah, you're right. You're right.
3: <laughs> no, I'm just no. I wake up every morning. You know, it's I'm at. I'm crossing 1.7 million Twitter followers, and I wake up and say, guys, did, did I tell you I'm an astrophysicist? <laughs> it's like, but that's I'm important. Surprised every day. That's, that's cool. important every, for our culture. I do not take any of this for granted. It is holy. I, There's got to be some hungry underbelly there that is not being served by all the ways – you know, people – the world is not recognizing that
0: many people are hungry to learn, hungry to be enlightened. But most people need science the way that you're able to deliver to them. Most people need science in an engaging way, in a a way that's very – that – you know, you can, you can rattle off a bunch of – a character string of scientific terms but then turn around and then say, it's like this. And then people go, well, thank, oh, I totally understand. Okay, thank you.
3: But it's, they still have to want to care about it. And, and the fact that there is a way in I think is, is – I'm surprised and yeah. delighted every I night. think
0: I think if you are – I think when people are learning anything, then their brain sort of rewards them like, oh, I just learned – oh, wow, that's really interesting. And some people confuse the pleasure of learning –
3: because they maybe never felt pleasure learning before with sensuality, so then you get words like "oh, I just had a nerdgasm." You know, right. yeah. I mean, why would anyone say that unless there's the
0: juxtaposition of the well, good is feeling the of
4: this talking? What's well, happening? No, no. This is the stash. no,
0: Newton said that. The other guy said that when, when Newton brought him all of the, the conical uh, stuff. Oh my gosh, It's <laughs> amazing! His yeah. stash
4: is sentient. But uh,
0: you know what I was gonna what I was gonna say before is that um, the it, it was I, I guess it was just the. If someone doesn't want to believe in something, with the debate, it was a lot of, uh, you know, Bill saying, well, you know, here's why we know this and this and this. And then Ken Ham saying, like, well, there's no proof of that. And Bill and I going, well, actually, there's a lot of proof of that. You're just you're not acknowledging it. Um, that at a certain point, it becomes like the philosophical debate of like, well, how do we know anything then? And then, you know, then you fall down the chasm. And guess what? You die of dehydration.
4: <laughs> oh, scientific
1: callback. Uh.
4: Yeah.
0: Well, this, is, uh, this hour just flew by, Neil. It's I been an adore hour talking yeah. to you. What's really? How did we do it? Oh.
3: It's
1: only been 20 minutes. Oh, oh we huh. got time. well, this it's 20 like, minutes. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait like like let it.
3: let, let it. me do some time dilation relativity on please this. Please do. Please <laughs> do.
0: Dilate us, time-wise. Um, <laughs> Do you have, you must have your stock answers from people like, oh, when the DeLorean, when is that going to happen? And you're like, no, it's not going to. Uh, yeah,
3: well, yeah, no, the, I once tweeted, I said, this, <laughs> this one got a lot of retweets. Uh, I was delighted to know this. Uh, I said, there's such a thing as flux, and there's such a thing as a capacitor but there's no such thing as a flux (laughs) (laughs) capacitor. But they said, but can there be? Might there be? You know, so I was just, I don't want to be a, you know, You can build one it'll just blink at you You On you uh,
4: on the transporter. They have the Heisenberg compensator. Mm. Uh, on, in Star Trek,
3: yeah, for the, to fix the, to the fix the Heisenberg principle. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah,
4: so they just have it. <laughs> they like, let's just call it's the a compensator. Compensator. <laughs> like, it a yeah, compensator. Do? What What's the deal? What's in, in it, the title? Uh, don't it compensates worry it. for the uh, Heisenberg you know, uncertainty Heisenberg principle. Uncertainty. Don't worry about it. We then there's this it, other device that, that adjusts
3: for the. Uh, inertial dampers? Acceler- yeah, yeah, the inertial dampers. <laughs> course, Otherwise, yeah, you'd be course. a pile of goo at the back of the wall mm. going from zero to light speed in a matter of seconds. Hey,
0: how come if all the stuff we're made of is so unpredictable, how, do we, or how are we able to predict anything?
3: We're predictable macroscopically, not microscopically.
0: Microscopically, right. And That's we are the predictable, theory. but we, we, we are precisely predictable, but only statistically,
3: microscopically. And we're very predictable macroscopically. So it's not this world of unknowns. Well, oh my gosh. What do we, where, you know, where do we turn? What do we know? We don't know anything. We do know a lot. We, we know a lot. We can't tell you exactly what this atom is going to do next, but an ensemble of a billion atoms, we got it. <laughs> we can tell you how they're going to behave, what they're going to do, what the temperature
0: is, what the ra- – the, we got it. So all we need is another Newton to go and sit with that for a couple of months and come back unshowered and go, here's a diagram. Unshowered? Uh. Uh. <laughs> I got the answers to everything.
1: Go take a shower first. Sorry, I'm Ike. too busy not having sex with anyone. Uh, oh, Ike. You know, he's not fun to have around, but damn, his ideas are fucking great. I hope when he was done with science at the end of his life, he was
3: like, all right, I'll give it one shot. Like, yeah. I hope that he... But I, I keep thinking, you know, if I, had to, if I could go back in time and bring someone into the present, it would be Isaac Newton. I'd just show him all the stuff, derive. But then I thought, I don't know if that, his brain would be able to handle. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. What's that in your hand? Well, it's a smartphone. What? Uh, what's a phone?
1: Do you remember? There's a. There's a <laughs> right. Well, I mean, well, he, he, maybe he, I took you back too far. Yeah, yeah. That's what sure. I'm saying. Right.
3: Well, where did you get the time uh, from a satellite? Uh, what's a satellite? Well, you first wrote the equation that enabled this. Yeah. Well, how did you get it up there? Well, we have rockets. What's a rocket? Oh man. Right. You would never. I, be there able there to, is uh, no.
0: There's no conversation. You remember, uh, did you ever what? Did you, were you a Twilight Zone fan? That is my favorite show ever, ever, ever. So you remember the Buster Keaton episode where he goes forward in time to like the fifties, and he just can't handle it. He's he's he's, he's uh, in the early twentieth century, and he's just, he's running from, and it's all in like silent movie style. Okay. And then he fi- and then he- I, I forgot that's a lost episode.
3: I forgot that one. he comes across
0: the scientist who has this time machine, and it it zaps Buster Keaton into the into the present the, of the sixties, yeah. yeah. And uh, the present of the day, and then there's sound and it and the brilliance of it is that it it very much in a sensory way shows what it probably was like to go from the period that he came from and then drop him into uh, yeah. the inner city traffic and lights and right. electricity and all sorts of crazy shit
3: so that's what i wonder in drop us 50 or 100 years from now would our heads explode
0: yeah well we are so i think we are so accustomed to innovation at this point because of, you know, the last 50 years of where, what we've done. Well, I mean, that I, don't, that I well, think well, we no, would no, expect. No, 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 no. You are, you are, you are making,
3: you, you are overvaluing the meaning of the present. <laughs> I, I, I have books for, they go way back. And I, I have, you ready? Yes. 1900. An editorial in the Brooklyn Daily Eagle. All right. Okay. It is January 1st. Hipsters. 1900. <laughs> okay. The Brooklyn book. Okay. And in it. It says, because we were riding high. We had... Uh, Gentlemen, need to fill in beard patches? We had dirigibles. With the, 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 autom- the internal combustion engine car had been invented. Railroads were crossing. The, we had gliders, okay? And the editorial says, we can scarcely imagine that advances in transportation in the 20th century will rival those of the 19th. <laughs> That
0: is what you sound like right now.
3: We are so accustomed to innovation. Well, how could we possibly
0: be? But we impressed? are, but we are. But yeah. Not only are we accustomed to it, we expect it. We expect it. We expect to get a new device every. No, year. in a hundred
3: years, it. I say, can I borrow your head for a minute? Because I want to put it on his shoulders <laughs> oh, so that we can transfer Deal some data. Futurama, hard Futurama. <laughs> okay, yeah. you would freak out, say, "No, I'm not giving you my head. What are you doing? You're yeah. crazy.
0: Yeah, no. I'm not giving him my head. Oh, I'm just I saying. So
3: it's 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 who is to predict what it is and everyone thinks they live in special times that's the that's the that's the perennial
0: but, but we do right, Neil. Frailty of our capacity is, to imagine. All a I'm future. saying is yeah. we'll never get any smarter because I can't imagine it happening.. Yeah, exactly. so. well, it's like
1: you know you, you get there's people that go it's like yo, know, the way things are going in the world right now, it, it's about to end. we're at end times everyone, right now. Today. But
3: everyone's always said that. And they're saying the kids of today'll they'll, they'll, yeah. uh, they'll never create the world that we made for them. and they've been saying that since that's the famous quote, the famous quote. There's uh, children n- no longer mind parents bribery and corruption bound. It is clear the end of the world is near. That was written on an Assyrian tablet, 3,000 BC. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So you're not new in anything you're saying.
4: All you need yeah. to do is just go to Magic Kingdom, ride the Carousel of Progress. It takes you through the <laughs> <20th> century. <laughs> <laughs> All the advances and dishwashers. Uh, there, was, uh, the general, like, there was a
1: really good uh, Why Does Kids You Know sketch where it's like these two I days. thought that was
3: not the Magic Kingdom. That's in, in Epcot Center.
4: No, it's in Magic Kingdom. The Carousel <laughs> of Progress is in Magic Kingdom next to uh, – it's in Tomorrowland.
3: Tomorrowland in, in in the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm.
1: but there was a good uh, Wise Kids You Know sketch where it's like these two asshole guys got a time machine. And they're like, let's fuck with somebody. So they go and get like a guy from the eighteen hundreds, and then they just start taking him a little further. And they're like, and the guy's like, oh my god. They're like, ha! Look at this idiot. He doesn't understand this stuff. And then they go way too far in the future, and it's just like lights circling around them. The two guys are like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs>
3: Uh, yeah, everything is just energy. Yeah, you know, exactly. moving through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: that's why this, this idea of like searching for life on other planets they always go. But you're searching for like some type of carbon based life. Like, what if there's like a photon based life that you're not uh, aware of?
3: Well, there's a. I mean, so that's an important point. People said, you know, on the periodic table of elements. I know we're over time here, that's but, but I oh, got to okay. get this in. I got to get this in. Uh, Star Trek did this with the Horta. The question is. Can you make life based... We're based on carbon. That's the central mole, uh, atom in all the molecules of our body, except the water molecule. So so how about silicon? The reason why they're suggesting silicon is because silicon sits exactly below carbon on the periodic table. And if you are vertical in a column, you make the same molecules with other atoms because your electrons have the same structure hmm. on the, in your outer shell. And so... Uh, you have uh, CO2, you can have uh, SiO2. Okay, you have CO, you can have SiO. All of these, I say, maybe there's life based on silicon. Let's look for that. Why be constricted by life as we know it? Here's why. Here's why it's a damn good reason to look for life as we know it. Carbon is like the third or fourth most abundant ingredient in the universe. It's more five times more abundant than silicon. And it makes more... They, they bond similarly together, but carbon is vastly more fertile. You can make more molecules with carbon than you can all other molecules combined. So if you're going to launch life, something called life, with the experimenting that was necessary in the primordial ooze that began it all, you want to start with an atom that gives you the maximum number of possibilities to explore. And upon doing so... <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> if you were to search the entire periodic table of elements for who that would be, it would be carbon. Uh-huh. We are carbon-based life, not by a fluke, but because that, that is the most fertile foundation upon which you can make any kind of chemistry at all. And the most <laughs> the most complex form of chemistry we know, we call life.
0: right, that's all going to be on the test, you guys. Enjoy your weekend. Bring a number two pencil on Monday. We're doing Scantron. Don't
4: forget to watch Cosmos on Sundays on Fox. Cosmos
0: on Sundays on Fox. Dr. Neil deGrasse Dyson, carbon sympathizer. Carbon Uh, sympathizer. (laughs) Neil deGrasse Dyson, lover of knowledge, delightful human being. Uh, One of my favorite people. Neil, I always love hanging out with you, and thank you so much for everything. Thank you for science, thank you for Cosmos, and thank you for coming here again. It's a pleasure. First time in your studios. So, so, yeah. Would you please tell everyone to enjoy their trillions and trillions of burritos? <laughs> trillions and trillions uh, of burritos. Thanks, everyone.
1: <laughs> we leave you now with Moody Blues. <laughs> <Put up> square. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Moody Blues knew how to write a long song. Yeah. You're just listen to "Nights in White Satin." There's a whole like monologue, oh, yeah, and a it's whole,
3: there's a whole poem. Yeah. Yeah. What,
0: well, what they pass as a
3: poem. Breathe <laughs> <or a> <laughs> you know, deep, you the know. gathering gloom. Watch light fade from every room. Is this room actually stretching, or is it your imagination? imagination.
1: There's, there's those karaoke songs where it's just like,
0: uh, you know, can't do it time. It's, up to, it's up to 1,200 retweets. Oh, jeez, oh, so how's
4: the planetarium I'm doing? I got, I got 38 on my picture of you. You've been
1: giving
2: Now leaving, Nerdist.com.
0: Enjoy your burrito. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website, portfolio, or online store. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com, use the offer code NERDIST3, that's NERDIST and the number three.
1: As a major research institution, Arizona State University offers the most online bachelor's degree programs, along with world-class faculty and dedicated support. Discover why ASU is ranked number one in innovation for nine consecutive years. Tap to learn more.